Hey, Cutie Nation, we've got t-shirts. Check out our new merch store at dunk.town store. We have shirts, hoodies, and stickers. Designed by our favorite, Andrew Tomingas, and they look amazing. Get one today, dunk.town store. Love you. Love you. Welcome to Dunktown, the podcast where we learn about basketball one game at a time. I'm Anastasia. And I'm Agata. And today we have an extra special guest. You know him from Adam Ruins Everything and his new podcast, Factually, on Earwolf. It's Adam Conover. Hello. Hi. Hi. Thanks so much Uh, for being here. I appeared. I poofed into existence (laughs) as soon as you said my name. Very happy to be here. Oh, we're we're so happy to have you. you. Oh, I'm I'm thrilled to be here and talk about basketball, something that I know. Uh... Almost nothing about. I yeah, I'm very new, uh, and so I'm gonna wing it. And Don't so worry nobody about yell it. at me for, no, for we, not knowing. We're not gonna about. yell at you because this uh, this whole show is us not knowing what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, we started watching the NBA in this season. And oh, okay. We've, we've been like just kind of learning as we go. I mean, we okay. committed to learning about the league and the players and the teams and the drama. And we've learned a lot, but we don't know everything. I kind of yeah. did that. I started following it the year before last because the season was starting and, and two of my friends were like, we're Lakers fans now. Let's go to Lakers games. And I was like, great. <laughs> sure. Totally. Like, it's just, you know, t- I was ready for a new sport. You know, bas- <laughs> baseball season had ended and sure, let me do it. And I, you know, moved to LA only a couple years ago, and so I, you know, one of the ways I'm trying to make it more of a home is to follow the local teams. Yeah. Um. They're like, okay, sure, let's let's do it. Um, and I followed it pretty well, not as well as my other friends who have picked it up recently. I have not become obsessed, but I sort of, you know, I have now more of a general awareness of it. I would say I know more about. Le- I would say I know less about basketball than I do about baseball, but mm-hmm. more about it than I do about wrestling. <laughs> Which I Are know you a, a big wrestling fan? No, I'm no. not. Oh, okay. I, but I have, in the, over recent years, developed an extremely dilettantish general understanding mm-hmm. of wrestling <laughs> by talking to friends who are into wrestling and by occasionally watching it and going, oh, I like that, but oh, that sucks. You know, and so I'm <laughs> yeah. not going to watch, you know. Got it's it. it's a, one of the most conflicted possible sports uh, or you know sport like activities that right. you can yeah. that you can watch. So are you a Lakers fan? Yes. Okay. <laughs> you mentioned them, but yes, I mean, yeah, I mean, I have a Lakers hat. Okay, I, oh, that makes you a fan. I Done. go to Lakers games, <laughs> and really, it's that like all my friends are like the friends I see the most often. They're all Lakers fans. Mm-hmm. My friend. Um, Wave Siegel, have you had him on this podcast? No. You need to have him on this podcast. He'd okay. be perfect for this podcast. He only started following him two years ago, too. Mm-hmm. And he became so such a huge Lakers fan that I just sort of draft off of him. And I get like his energy off of it. Yeah. Um, and then I have a couple other friends, people I work with who are Lakers fans. But then every so often I'm like, well, hold on a second. The Clippers are like a little bit more of an interesting team at the moment because they're they're yeah. uh they, they're a little bit more of a a bunch of oddballs who are doing well through fundamentally good being good 
people and good athlete and having a good approach to the game, yeah. which is very nice. Whereas the Lakers over the last, I mean, getting, so they had all the young guys, mm-hmm. which, so two years ago they got all the young guys, which was very fun. You know, my friend was like, oh yeah, we should go watch. My friend John was like, we should go watch because they've got all these young players now. And those players are, they got Kyle Kuzma and they've got Alonzo mm-hmm. and they've got Brandon Ingram. And those guys are so charismatic. And I went to the game. I learned all their names and Kuzma <laughs> had a great night. The first night I went and I was like, I like that guy. He's got a what I like about him. He's got a baby face, but an adult body. Yeah, yeah. like he looks like the face of a toddler, but yeah. the body of like a forty-year-old man. Um, and so I really like him. Uh, but then they don't actually play that well together. Like yeah. they're fun individually, and they're very charismatic, fun people. And I believe they're good basketball players, but it's like not <laughs> coming together. Yeah. And then they added LeBron. It's like okay, oh well, that'll be very fun to watch. And it was for the first half of the season. I I only went to one game this year, but the year night I did. It was like he scored like forty points. Oh my goodness! And and, and like and just like a, you know scored a three that like I can I can picture like him doing it in a way that just like made my jaw drop and I it's just like so like the most confident thing I've ever seen anybody do was like this like half court <laughs> yeah. three we saw him do was just like oh my god he was like you know up against somebody he was like should I should I go around him should I go and he's just like nah and just so casually took like a big like two steps back it was just like. And just like just and it was just a you know arrow going right there. And I was like, this that was incredible to watch. Um, and then that peaked this year with when they beat the the Warriors on Christmas Day. Oh yeah, yes. I saw that game. It was yes. a great game. Yeah. I mean, yes. that was the game LeBron was injured and they still won. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's so great. I'm so all in. And then the season just fell apart. Yeah. And then now I know enough about the team to like understand that like it's run very poorly, yeah. <laughs> which I didn't know. La- I was just like, sure. Hey, I like these guys. I don't know enough to know yeah. why other people might be pissed off by what's happening. You know, I'm just like, oh, I like them. And that's enough for me. And now I'm like, oh, OK. Like the whole thing after with magic leaving and then <laughs> it's just like whole. It's just like, what the fuck kind of organization is this? So I keep trying to I, I, I keep looking over the Clippers and going like because when I was in New York, and I was started following baseball really seriously. I became a Mets fan mm-hmm. because I'm not going to be a Yankees fan. Right. Everyone hates the Yankees and they're the evil team, you know? And so, of course, I'm not going to be a Yankees fan. I'll be the Mets fan because they're the scrappy underdogs with the dopey uniforms. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's they're, they're, sort of, they're sillier and everything. And I was like, well, that's what the Clippers are, except they're winning right now. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe I should be a Clippers team. This sort of fits my personality better. It seems like it might be, might be more fun to root for. But all my friends are like, you can't fucking do that. They're very mad at me. When I bring it you up, gotta, they're like, no. We Okay, I got I to gotta admit. We are Clippers fans. We love them. So okay, we, we think you should totally join yeah. Team Clippers okay. here. They're way more fun to watch than the Lakers. <laughs> they're like they're like a scrappy gang of misfits. Yeah, they, who, they work so hard. That's, yeah, it's fun to watch. They work hard to get where they're going, and like you know, having Doc Rivers as a coach too. He's just like a genuinely like nice papa, you know, type of yeah. guy. <laughs> yeah, and he is. I think it's like a bunch of people who were like. Uh, like uh, underestimated and yes. on other teams that just got thrown on and then they work together somehow. Yeah. And Doc Rivers looks like he reminds me of he's like a coach from like a movie or even like an anime or a video game or something <laughs> like he's like, look, he's like, so it's like when I look at him, I feel more confident about mm. myself. Like, yeah. <laughs> does that make sense? Yeah. And his, his name is like. Yeah. 
straight out of a script, you know? Yeah. It's classic. I mean, yeah. his name, who's called Doc anymore? That's just like yeah. not a thing. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's pretty amazing. I also, um, well, I have a, I have a fun fact. Yes. Okay. Mm, should I save it? Because it's about the game that we're going to talk about. You can just say it. Okay. Do you know? So uh, this is, <laughs> I only learned yesterday. This is how new of a team, because I don't know all the players and all the teams. Mm-hmm. So I was watching the game yesterday, and I did not realize until yesterday that uh, Steph Curry's brother, Seth Curry, is on the Trailblazers. Right. I did not know that. <laughs> that was very entertaining to find that out. But I was like, let me look him up. Yeah. Do you know the fun fact about him? I think so, that he's married. or He's, he's married. To, he's, he's, yeah. No, he's married, married. They got married. And yeah. has a kid with Doc Rivers' daughter. Right. Which is extremely entertaining of a fact to imagine. So that he's, great. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's great. Now he's all basketball familyed up. Like, right. what does his Thanksgivings look like? You and know? Austin Rivers, his son, used to be on the Clippers. He's not Really? Anymore. He got traded away. Yeah. He now plays oh, I know that. for I know the that. Rockets. Mm. Mm. I knew. I yes. Yeah, somebody told me this. Why is it with basketball they're all in the same family? Why can't I don't know? You it's know, crazy. I part of me thinks it's just because genetically, a you're tall, and b you're like kind of genetically athletic. You know yeah. what I mean? Like no one in my family will ever have a child that becomes a basketball player. <laughs> I think it's because you are. I think also it's because. You, if you're a basketball player parent, you know how to train yes. someone at basketball and you can like find the best coach and you can, uh, you know, like it's it's like the it's the ultimate position of privilege specifically for the sport of basketball. Yeah, that's like, true. It's like having your dad work on Wall Street and then you get to work on Wall Street where it's like, yeah, you can get into the school and then when it's time to get a job, I know the person and then also I know exactly how to teach you numbers or it's whatever. It's kind of like show business. There's so many showbiz yeah. families yeah. that like, like me growing up, I was like, uh, I can't be in movies. That's yeah. like right. a fantasy. But someone whose parent is an actor, it's like, oh yeah, yeah. my dad does that. I could do that easily. Yeah. But isn't like the, the Curry daughter, she's also married to she, someone else on the Warriors? Yeah, so Steph and <laughs> Seth's sister, Seidel, is married to Damian Lee, who plays for the Warriors. Ah. Um, and Do you think they just sit around and talk about basketball all day? Like all of them Probably. at Christmas and stuff. <laughs> I love that I said a, that I offered a fun fact that you both already knew and probably <laughs> everyone else listening all, also knows. That's but, okay. <laughs> no, but it, I think what's exciting is like you are are in the same exact position we're in where we're like learning all of this new stuff that is so. It's fun to it's fun to learn. It makes yeah. It makes sports so much more fun. Like, yeah. were you a sports person growing never, up? Never at all. I hated sports. I hated playing them. I hated watching them. I thought they were bad and boring. I was video game. I was a video yeah. game kid, and I liked games generally. You know, not video games specifically, and also stuff like Dungeons and Dragons and things like that. But then also, I like games. I like puzzles. I like that sort of activity. Mm-hmm. And the weird thing with sports, watching them on TV. And I still, it's still a problem I have with sports is it's like, well, I don't get to play the sport. Right. I'm watching someone else do it. Yeah. And so I can learn all the strategy, but I don't actually get to put it into practice. And, but at the same time, I, I so I got into, uh, when I was in college, um, my dad, uh, was a Red Sox fan when I was growing up and I never followed 
sports at all. Um, but he was a huge Red Sox fan. And then when I, when I was in college, I had a bunch of friends who were Red Sox fans. And I was just like, let me just start learning about baseball. And in all one year, I started watching all the games. And I read a bunch of books about baseball. And uh, I, I kind of obsessed over it. And, and that was the year that... Uh, the first year I followed baseball was the year the Red Sox almost went to the World Series, but they tragically lost to the Yankees mm -hmm. um, when Aaron Boone hit the home run. Do you remember this? Yes, I okay. remember. Okay, so you, yeah, okay. Um, and I was like watching that with like my friends, like in our dorm room, in our dorm lounge, and like it was an extra innings game, and people were all harried, and then it was like, <gasps> like when when it, you know, it was like such a devastating feeling when he hit that home run. It was like, oh no. And then the next year was the year that they won. And so uh, that was like a very, that was what sort of taught me that what sports could be like. And that second year I had just graduated from college and I moved into a shitty apartment with a bunch of friends in near the Boston area. And we um, just watched, we literally watched every single Red Sox game for a <laughs> summer, which is a stupid thing to do because yeah. baseball is not entertaining enough to actually <laughs> do that. Um, but then I moved, uh, uh, I moved when I moved to New York, I, I picked up the Mets um, because I was like, let me I want to follow a local team. And now that I moved in L.A., I have become a Dodgers fan. I'm not heart and soul a Dodgers fan, but I just it's it's not fun to be a fan of the team that you're not of, of that you're not in the city of. Yeah, like, I agree. Yeah. Like you should at least be a secondary fan of that team. Yeah. Uh, so like when you go to a stadium or arena and everyone around you is like cheering for one team. It's hard not to cheer yeah. for that team. Oh my God. Let me just tell you a story. So my dad is still a huge Red Sox fan. I have fallen away from being a Red Sox fan. I did try to keep it up, but I just didn't follow them for long enough. And now they are a little bit of, now I have like, I've never lived in Boston. You know, I have Boston sports fans are, are assholes <laughs> like you know they, they just are like i mean so are new york sports fans etc but yeah. you know la sports fans are relatively chill like dodgers yeah. fans are kind of like hey we like the dodgers you know they're not yeah. like um so i just i just don't have that much of a positive association with the red sox but last year was the dodgers and the red sox in the world series and my dad me and my dad were talking during the playoffs and we were like if it's gonna be if it's a dodgers red sox world series he will come down to los angeles and we will go to the game together because he has never been to a world series game and that's a bucket list thing for Aww, him. Yeah. so and, and so we were we talked the night that the you know i think the dodgers were the second second of the two teams to clinch going to the world series. And so great. We bought our tickets like that night he bought his flight and we went to the game and everything. And, uh, it was, it ended up being a very conflicting experience. It was a wonderful experience to go with him. It was great, but I really wanted to root for the Dodgers. And I was like, what yeah. am I going to do? Cause I don't want to, the fact that I became a Red Sox fan was important to my dad for those couple of years that I was mm -hmm. like, we taught, he called me, Right after they won the World Series in 2000, what was it, four or five? I always forget. Um, what, 2004. Two, yeah, I think it's 2004. I think it was 2004. <laughs> um, so we were at the game, and I so wanted to root with the Dodgers fans because we're at we're in Dodger Stadium, and there and whenever they hit, everyone like, yeah, people are freaking out, and that's what I want to emotionally do. But every time I start to do that, he's like crossing his arms, going like, mm. <laughs> not at me, just yeah. in dissatisfaction yeah. with the with what's happening. And then whenever the Red Sox score, everyone's quiet, but he's going like, yeah, <laughs> and he's like. You know, there's some other Red Sox fans nearby. He's high-fiving them and stuff. And I literally was like, I'm going to root for both teams. I wore, 
I went in a Red Sox hat and a Dodgers jersey because I was like, I'm rooting for both teams. And people thought that was very cute. <laughs> people in the same loved it. They were like, oh, wow. Who, who are you with? I don't even know what to do with you. I was like, yeah, well, you know, people loved it. It was a great story. But my dad was not capable of doing the same thing. He was not yeah. capable of rooting for both teams. And so I ended up, in order to not be a jerk to him, sort of stifling and then also trying to half-heartedly root for the Red Sox. And also it was a the game where the Red Sox, the Dodgers completely blew the game. It was game four, I think, where they completely blew the game and it was where they, instead of going out, instead of like tying the series, they went down 3-1. And so it was a dev, it was when they, it was basically when they lost the series. It wasn't when they actually lost, but it was when it was like, okay, they're just done, you know? Yeah. Um, so it was like that, thing of wanting to cheer is like such a is so powerful i'm sorry i got off on a big tangent no it's okay it's a it's like we know that anxious feeling because you know we've been to a lot of games and yes so we see we reached out to you because we saw that you'd been tweeting a lot about basketball i was tweeting last Um, night too yeah yeah, we saw your tweets last night we can talk about those we get into the game um we saw a poll that you put up saying that you um started watching the nba and you were asking if you should start tweeting about the league (laughs) and it seemed like your followers said no (laughs) yeah (laughs) why do you think that was well the NBA is one of those things where other pe- people are aware that other people are tweeting about it and they actively don't care. Right. And so they it it kind of annoys people to see basketball tweets a little bit. And I don't think that's a good way to feel right. you know i think like who gives a shit go fuck yourself you know right. <laughs> basically if you're if you're annoyed by someone else's it's you know, the same thing as like the tweets. game of thrones tweets for people who don't yeah. watch they're like it's complaining about it and it's, it's like, great to to tweet about something as it's like the only time that twitter is fun is when you're tweeting yeah. about something that's happening and other yeah. people you're talking about it but i was like yeah what do what would my followers think because i'm not just a you know comic who tweets about whatever's on his mind i'm like people sort of have a specific association with me as being like an educational comedian Mm -hmm. you know and i was like well should i would this be some is this content that people want from adam conover or no (laughs) especially because my tweets would be like magnificently uninformed um (laughs) well that that is part of what we find very charming about them because it's (laughs) a lot of what we do on this show too is um you know we don't do any hard analysis we don't talk about stats we are really just like asking questions about like the most basic things that are happening or pointing out things that we find funny. Yeah. And it, like yes. you ask a lot of questions like, you know, what is a key or like you hear these <laughs> words all the time. Like we uh, recently, the three of us had a, a conversation with like, they always say he got good looks. What is looks like? Is he hot? <laughs> yeah. Are you talking yeah. about how hot this guy is? Well, and, he, and the problem I have to say I have trouble with basketball. It's been a challenge for me to understand it because baseball is a very discreet sport by contrast. All the actions that are happening are very clear and they're labeled and there's a limited number of them. You know, it's like a fastball looks like this. A curveball looks like that. You learn the fastball is fast. The curveball moves down and also it's slow and a double play is this. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's like there's this limited number of things. Basketball is fundamentally just bodies moving through space. Yeah. Right? So there isn't like 
there it's it's not like chopped up into these like discrete elements or events that you can add up in that way it doesn't right. it's not like baseball is almost like a board game yeah you know? and and baseball has like one move at a time yeah exactly and basketball is like everything's happening all at the same time yeah like a like a okay like for for instance a uh, a sacrifice bunt in baseball is like okay there's someone on first they make the ball only move a little bit so the person can get to second before it's like very clear right mm-hmm. um basketball plays are like there's one guy one person moves in front of another person in order to i still don't fucking know what a, <laughs> a i've been and roll, a, a pick and roll yeah. i've been trying to I, like literally i've been to multiple games with friends i'm like what is a pick and roll and they're like what okay it's happened right there and i was like i don't i see people moving around but i don't really understand and because the notion of it, defending yeah. someone yeah. is so nebulous it's basically just being in a space right so what is exactly you can't tell when someone is defending someone it's not like they change color or something like right. that <laughs> does that make sense yeah. yeah and it's it's just this much more it's this much more abstract it's almost like music or something. You just have to sort of feel it and understand it. And so the terms are describing something much more ineffable yeah. than in other sports is right. what I find. And when you ask questions about it, you get more vocabulary that you don't know. Like we, when we yeah. first asked like, what's a pick and roll? It's like, oh, well they set a screen. It's like, well, what's what a the screen? Fuck is a screen? <laughs> yeah. But yeah. we ended up watching these videos on YouTube of like the old Celtics. It was uh, Danny Ainge and um, Larry Bird acting the, it out with Red Auerbach, their old coach, explaining what's going on. Oh, that sounds great. <laughs> and it was perfect. Just like in slow motion, yeah. like, and now I'm going over here. It helps. Yeah. yeah. And it, they're all wearing short shorts. It's so great. And, <laughs> yeah. and Red Auerbach looks like he should have a cigar in his mouth. Uh, <laughs> wonderful videos. I highly recommend them. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, it's very, it's very tough. And, and, and basketball also has more terms that mean the same thing. Yes. Right. Like I literally, so my tweets last night, I was just posting a lot of joking, you know, questions in the form of jokes basically. But then also as a joke, I put, what is the key? And I sort of know what the key is. I know it's the air, the top of the key. I can sort of picture if I'm listening to a game on the radio, which I do on occasion, I can sort of picture where that is, mm-hmm. but I only sort of know. So I was just sort of, what is the key? And then someone was like, oh, that's the that's the painted area. And I was like, I thought that was the paint. Yeah. <laughs> and then someone else said, <laughs> and then someone else said, that's the lane. That's also known as the lane. Okay. And so that's, so if they're right, which I'm not sure if they are or not, I think they probably are. I think they're probably, then that's three synonyms for the same thing. Right. But they also seem to mean things that are slightly different. Like the lane, I sort of understood to be more of a general if you have an open air, like like it needs to be open, like the yeah. lane, the lane only exists in so far as mm. you can move through it. Yeah, it's not like an outline portion on the. Uh, or am I wrong? <laughs> no, I think you're right, okay. but I, I right. also don't know. But I don't think I think the lane is more than just the paint. Though. I think it's it like is the whole path <laughs> to the. Because also, right? also yeah. there there's another term that people use called it's the low post, which is like really close to the basket, but that's also the paint. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Uh, yeah, it, it's uh, there's no way to know. I want to. I want to say yeah. Again, 
This is almost, it's almost like listening to people talk about jazz or something, (laughs) right? Like that's when, oh man, they were hot that night and you know, whoever, you know, Hampton dropped in or whatever. I I don't, does that make sense? It's just like, it's just like like jive lingo for like this, this feeling or an emotion of what, of what happened. And like, if you do it, then you know it. If you like sort of feel it in that way, but it's so general, like none of the terms can even be defined. And that's how it feels sometimes. It's really fun to like say something where you're like, I I think I know what this is. I'm going to say it right now. (laughs) Like, you know, (laughs) he he was in the paint and then like (laughs) looking to make sure no one. (laughs) That's it, right? (laughs) (laughs) It's very, it's very funny. Uh, Yeah. it's, It's like, I still don't know. Like I'm watching and I'm trying to figure out like what is good defense. Like I understand it's good defense. Okay, one way to figure out if it's good defense is if like the a team on offense does not score a basket, right? right. But what does it look like? Mm-hmm. Like there was one. Well, I don't want to because we're going to talk about what happened in the game, so I won't say what I'm talking about. There's one moment where I could tell it was good defense, mm-hmm. right? Because it was an important moment where a basket was not made. But yeah. the but the player who did the good defense just looked like he's just standing in front of the guy waving his arms around, <laughs> yeah. which is exactly what they're always doing. Yeah. <laughs> right. So what about it made the other guy lose his shit? I I don't know. You know. From what <laughs> I can tell, it's either like they're they're forced far away to like do a long shot or they're like up close in the paint or whatever yeah. them, and the defender is like kind of all over him in a way that they can't get a good shot off yeah like a net or something it's yeah, like you're just, just like, like annoying yeah. them just like yeah. flinging their arms around so that there's yeah. no way the ball can get in so so that's the thing again in so like in baseball for instance if you're trying to stop someone from getting a hit you know it's like i understand the technique much more clearly. It's like, okay, you'll try to fool them with the pitch so that they accidentally hit a grounder because they don't make good contact or something like that. In basketball, it's like, it's literally just one person being in another person's way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah that's, that's all it is. It's just like, my meat is in the space you need to move through. Yeah. And like, my hands are up in the air. And then like, something that really helped me understand it, this is so stupid and so f- basic, <laughs> but I was watching and going... And realizing, oh, one of the fundamental dynamics is that the person with the ball is going to be the first person to move and the other person doesn't know which way they're going to go. And they're slightly behind. Mm-hmm. And that's just a fundamental fact about human bodies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but so, but no, none of the announcers would ever say that. Right. No one's dad has ever told them that about the game. But watching it, I was like, oh, that suddenly helped me understand what I was seeing much better uh, yeah. because that's like the fundamental Fake dynamic. Go right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or just that's like from I can high school musical. It is, it is from high school. Like, musical. like, you know, if you're fat, you're, mo- you can, you can run around another person because they're, you're just going to have the jump on them very slightly because mm-hmm. they're not going to know if you're going to go left or right, especially if you fake them out yeah. again. So it's like, I'm still sort of trying to understand it at all (laughs) hey we're right there with you uh let's uh talk a little bit about some headlines that have happened this week so we try to wrap everything up in one segment because so like basketball has a ton that happens every week yes can i tell you something that's very helpful for me sure is i I don't haven't had a lot of time to watch the games i am on a with two friends you've had our ariana Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah with her and my friend wave who again you should have on the show 
we are on a we have a text group that is just about basketball and they watch almost every single game yeah. and so they tell me what happens <laughs> and Amazing. why it's important and i say what why why is this important and they explain it oh my god and so that has helped me follow what's going on <laughs> even though i have not been able to watch as many games or like follow the coverage so we just have so all my reactions will be like what they said <laughs> I we, love that you are friends with Ariana. We didn't even know that. Oh yeah, amazing. She's the she best. knows everyone. Yeah. It seems. Like. Yeah. Oh, she's she's the best. She's the best. Did you hear her story about going yes. to the Nuggets game? Did, did we she didn't do get that? all the details. But okay. We, we got, heard from we, another friend of hers. Like she was on, some of the details. She was on TV. Yeah, yeah. we saw. We saw it. It was crazy. It's we gotta crazy. have her on again to tell the the full story. You need you, you yeah. need to. I think that would be some good post playoffs content for you because it truly is. Uh, like a remarkable like her whole so i'm sure she told you about how she got into the nuggets and everything like that yeah. it's like a cinderella story what happened to her <laughs> <laughs> it's like i couldn't even imagine what how, how it came to be Disney's anyway what gonna buy tease. her story can't wait to hear it yeah uh okay so we have this little segment called previously on basketball previously on damages. basketball <laughs> all right Kawhi hits bouncy buzzer beater to defeat Sixers in the Eastern semifinals. Best friends, Toby and Bobby, attend John Wick 3 premiere together. <laughs> the Pelicans win the draft lottery, giving them first dibs on Duke phenom Zion Williamson. Kathy Engelbert is the first commissioner of the WNBA. KD will likely miss the Western Conference Finals. Dirk eats ice cream every day since retiring. <laughs> Las Vegas Aces acquire Aussie All-Star Center Liz Cambage. CJ McCollum meets Jennifer. <laughs> wow. Can you explain the Jennifer sure. McCollum Who's connection? Jennifer? So this was a Twitter thing. Um, so CJ McCollum, who's... Uh, on the trailblazers he responded to a troll on twitter i don't know if she's a troll she sent out a tweet that said you know let's talk when you win a playoff game and his response to that said i'm trying jennifer and it went viral <laughs> um, and then i guess now that they're in the playoffs and doing so well that they brought jennifer in to the court <laughs> to meet him <laughs> It's uh, somehow like very a, withering to use her name. Yeah. Like, I don't know what about it is. It's like, it's almost like when your mom is like, <laughs> when's dinner? It's soon, Adam. Yeah. It's yeah. like that. Well, yeah, it was. And I think like the fact that he just responded to a random tweet and then it blew up. And then, of course, I'm sure she's like made T-shirts and stuff. About, yeah. Like, yeah, how she's part of this whole um winning of their you know like the the way they've been doing and and winning. is kathy engelbert the first commissioner ever of the WBA? well so they had a president they have never had a commissioner they've before. never had a commissioner before okay. interesting and they're trying a lot of new sort of restructuring and mm -hmm. and trying to you know capitalize on this basketball craze happening right so now there's a there's a craze for basketball generally i think mm -hmm. there is oh there is yeah wow. Why would that be? It's always been around. I think what from what I've heard, it's like there are so many great players right now playing at this like very heightened, yeah. you know, level yeah. that it just kind of drew people in. Uh, but that being said, there's probably other, you know, just like 
the zeitgeist as, yeah. a, as a plane flies over. Well, <laughs> well what, one of the things I noticed about the sport immediately, and again, look, baseball is bad, right? It's a bad sport. <laughs> and, and, it's, and it appears to be it at less popular than it's ever been. Yeah. Like uh, there's this crazy dead spin video where they went around and they asked people to name a baseball player and no one could do it. Wow. Like everyone would say Derek Jeter and a rod. Mm-hmm. Occasionally someone would say like Aaron judge who's on the Yankees cause they were in New York, but like that was it. Like yeah. people were naming baseball players who played 10 years ago. And if you think about all those cultural figures, you know, like Ma- you remember Manny Ramirez, you remember, you know, uh, all these people, there's no one like that in baseball. There's so many people like that in basketball. Mm-hmm, right. And like the fu- there's so many elements of it that intersect with every part of popular culture. Like totally. they're like the like the outfits that they wear. Okay, we love that part. That's that's like major. a whole you could just be a fan of that part. Yeah, yeah yes. that's true. And I really <laughs> like it is one of my favorite parts of the NBA. They look amazing. The league fits thing is yeah. like what the f- it's like the best. I like men's fashion. It's the best men's fashion in America. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> it's it's essentially like runway but like because there's like during the season there's like 5 games plus per day. Yeah. It's like you get five you know runways per day yeah and yeah it's yeah. In, it's insane did well, you see this um this toronto raptors uh sixers game the very end of it where they they the raptors won with an amazing shot uh yes i did okay so we won't play that but let's play um the other clip then. well we can see, look at it yeah. again <laughs> let's it was wa- a great shot let's watch it maybe yeah. other people haven't seen it it's off the Leonard, defended by Simmons. Is this the dagger? That's crazy. It's so crazy. It's a real bouncy boy. And it looks like it's not going to go in. Three or four times it looks like it's not going to go in. Insane. Like, Here there are conspiracy theories where people are saying it was magnets and yes. stuff. Because, which is, this is the internet. It doesn't make any sense. That's what people are saying. This is, what keeps happening is I keep not watching the the games where shit like this happens then yeah. i watch the ones like last night where it's just like i guess if you're a warriors fan last night was amazing but it wasn't you know it, uh yeah. uh but yeah i like ariana wave sent me this clip and i was like oh my god yeah. that's obviously an incredible moment and it's crazy that like joel Embiid is massive and he when you look at the perspective that's the other side of the court you cannot see Kawhi. All you see is Joel. He's completely he's covering. Yeah. Like yeah. his hands are up. He's completely covering it. And somehow Kawhi is able to like arc the ball to get it it's over. It's wild. And that's what they say. That's why I went in was because it, it was such a high shot that and it hit the rim at just the angle. So it went straight up, you know, yeah. um, which yeah. is like. So unlikely because it depends on just what millimeter of the rim it hits on. It's crazy. Um, it's insane. Yeah. Uh, let's watch the uh, the um, the press conference after with Joel Embiid. Joel, you've been here for almost all of the process. Where would you say the process <laughs> is right now? And you just played the the most minutes you've ever played in regulation. Are, are you are you tired? I don't give a damn about the process. Um, and no, I'm not tired. <laughs> you seem tired, um, Jimmy. I just wanted to ask. Oh, uh, speaking he, of fashion, he looked very tired. Yeah, like Jimmy Jimmy Butler's outfit looks like something out of like the early nineties. Yeah, in this clip, yeah. Yeah. and Joel and B's wearing a Gucci hoodie. Like, it's also a little nineties with the colors. Yeah. yeah, these press conferences are so like. 
yeah. full of looks. I, I do love that. So Joel Embiid, he cried after this game. I'm sure you saw the photos of him sobbing. Um, and people were really being rude and shitty about it. That sucks. And th- it, it was. And and uh, and then uh, he kind of just like took it and he changed it into his profile picture of like just a picture of him crying. And he so uh, amazing. He posted a photo of himself on the court and then tagged it as the crying wolf. It <laughs> 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 was just like thank you guys for a great season. Like he he was just in a better mood that's great and i think like just because he like he's crying because he cares so much about the game of basketball like there's nothing to like make fun of him for and yeah that's just like toxic masculinity and yeah i should hope he cares it's great when they cry yeah they should cry they They should cry every game i remember specifically (laughs) something that really stuck with me was just talking about that red sox game that i told you about i was in my dorm room watching aaron boone hit the home run it was so crushing and i remember just reading in the paper that uh Tim Wakefield, who was the pitcher who threw that home run, who was like one of their their one of their most beloved pitchers that year, of him crying in the locker room and saying it wasn't supposed to end this way, oh. and it just stuck Sad. with me because that's how I felt, oh. and like that was such a nice, it was very cathartic to hear that emotion, you yeah. know, and it and I remembered that, so it's like group know. therapy. You're yeah. just like all feeling it together. I yeah. love it. Yeah. Can I, uh, can I say, I wanted to say, the reason I asked about the WNBA is because I also started going to WNBA oh, WNBA cool. games last year. And there's so much fun. That's awesome. And I hope everyone goes to them. We are, we have, we're going to two games. You're going yeah. to two Sparks games? Yeah. We're going to the Sparks opener. Great. And to one in June. Against the New York it's, Liberty. It's so good. It's the, the Everyone in the crowd loves the teams. Have you been to one before? No. no. Oh, it's so it's it feels so good. First of all, I was worried it would kind of have a minor league baseball game atmosphere. To be honest, I just had that concern. It does not at all. People are so psyched about the team, um, and they are so good. Like it is the level of play that you see for the ticket price is like obscene. That's uh, awesome. And they're yeah, it's just a really wonderful. It's a, we had like I went with like three much more hardcore basketball fans than me. And we all had a blast. Um, and you can watch, you can watch them on TV. It's a whole other basketball doesn't stop. It keeps, it keeps going. Yeah. It's great. That's the thing um, is if you're, if you're a fan of basketball, I don't understand why you wouldn't follow both leagues. Yeah. It's Cause re- then you get it year round. It's really strange. It's really strange. And, and uh, I don't know. It's just like people aren't giving it the basic chance, you know, yeah. like, right. um, and just like give it, just go, go to one. And because like there, yeah, the level of the level of play is so high. Um, and also it's just, if you like a bargain, you know, I mean, <laughs> the tickets should be more expensive yeah. because they should all be paid more. You know, they're, they're trying to renegotiate their contract right now. Yes. Um, and, uh, but as, being as that may right now, it's so, like, you can, I forget what it was, but like, you can literally, there's a ticket at the Sparks where for like, it's a lot of money, but not that much for like $700 or something. You can like sit on the bench with them and like go in the locker room Oh my God. Like, and, and just like oh hang God, out. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. And if you, you know, one of the, uh, uh wonderful, uh, uh, woman we worked with on our show last year, Catherine, uh, is a huge sparks fan and she got season tickets and like season tickets are like extremely afford. you know, like yeah. you can really, be they want you in there and they will let you into the team That's i'm awesome. so excited are you going this year I, I i have not made plans to yet but i absolutely am going to yeah cool so excited it's great anyway that's my plug for the WNBA. thank you
So yesterday we watched the Portland Trail Blazers at the Golden State Warriors in Game 2 of the Western Conference Finals on May 16th, 2019. Let's meet the boys. Let's meet the boys. Great group of guys. Okay, uh, for the Trailblazers, we have... is different. <laughs> we have Al Farouk Aminu, Damian Lillard, CJ McCollum, Maurice Harkless, Ennis Cantor. On the bench, we've got Seth Curry, Rodney Hood, Myers Leonard, and Zach Collins. Head coach, Terry Stotts. And the Warriors... I give you my word as a warrior. <laughs> what is, what that? is that? Now, that's that's Worf from, from Next Generation. Uh, I, I know that voice anywhere. That is such a producer Gabe <laughs> yeah. thing to do. And that's really wonderful. And <laughs> if only Worf was on the team. You know, Kevin Durant actually kind of has a Klingon aspect to him. <laughs> it, it, like, in that he's so, he's so serious and, like, aggressive as a person. Like, he kind of has... Anyway. Producer Gabe is a big star trek fan that's true and <laughs> have you felt uh any klingonness coming from kevin durant sure yeah he's he's one of the most honorable players <laughs> <laughs> uh, so on the starters for the warriors are andrew bogut andre ugadala draymond green clay thompson and steph curry off the bench we had kavon looney jordan bell Jonas Jarebko, or if you're in Sweden, Jonas Jarebko, and um, head coach Steve Kerr, a.k.a. Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> he does look like Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> he, he, does. he does look like Gordon Ramsay. He, he does. That he was something I, I lived in the Bay uh, up until a year and a half ago, and knew about Steve Kerr for a long time. And then once Agata saw him was like, that's Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> I was like, I never thought about that. He, he blew my mind. He absolutely does. Uh, let's get into the game. Let's play some basketball. All right. Wow. What a game. What a game. We've got the first what ever. What a heartbreaker of a game. First ever brother versus brother conference final ever. Ever? Ever. I said ever three times. <laughs> wow. Isn't that wild? That is wild. Yeah. And it's cute because his parents were there. Yeah. Um, they have gone to a- every game so far of both sons during the playoffs. Yeah. Oh, wow. They're flying a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And they're wearing these like like mashup jerseys where half is warriors half is blazers it's really cute to watch yeah and at the beginning of this game doris burke who i love um interviewed del curry um and she was just like are, how are you feeling about this is this fun for you and he was like no we are <laughs> stressed out either way we have one son who's sad and he, his wife, Sonia, he was like, she normally has a cocktail before games. She did not have a I cocktail. I saw this today. interview <laughs> and she was like, she was like, they, they cut to her and she was just like, to, like praying and like, <laughs> like twisting up a napkin or something. Just like, Oh God. I was like, but I don't understand why, yeah. <laughs> because unless she's like actually worried for their safety, which I guess I could understand that, but it's like, you know, come on, there's doctors on, on the court and stuff. Um, like it's not that bad to lose a basketball game. Yeah. Well, I think that's how we feel. Yeah. I'm sure her, you know, like, yeah, she's going to have like, you know, one kid who's like super heartbroken, but you know, one kid who 
yeah is excited at least one kid's gonna be happy she should be happy about that (laughs) are they really gonna be that heart heartbroken though like uh, yeah because i feel like you think so well for the for the warriors like yeah i mean they're they're kind of like coasting through like they have been for years now and then for the blazers like this is a big deal for them because yeah, they, they yes, haven't been to the yes. western conference finals in over 20 yes. something years so i get that so yeah i get why you'd want you, for seth absolutely right for Steph, well, like he, he's just gonna be like oh geez i think it's probably more for seth so also seth i don't think people realize how hard his career has been like yeah he was not drafted he uh, was in the G League in the Santa Cruz Warriors, which is like the Warriors G League uh, team. And then he bounced around from a bunch of teams, finally found Portland, which he's really excelled at. But for the longest time, like he was not playing well. He was not being picked up. And now he's actually getting minutes on the court. This is kind of huge for him. And it's a big his deal. older yeah. brother, you know, he's living in the shadow of his older right. brother. Even and his dad. And his dad. Yeah. Yeah. And they could not have named him a different name. <laughs> yeah. They he's named got most of the same letters. One letter away. Yeah, or, well, two well, letters Stephen, away. It's Stefan. So it's, it's not like he's Seth. That's true. You yeah. know? But still Stephen too close. And Seth. Yeah, it is too close. <laughs> they, they've been calling him Steph since he was a little kid. Like just Stephen name. Seth. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like a tongue twister because it's, cause you could accidentally go, you could actually accidentally call him like Seth. <laughs> Steph and Seth. Yeah. Seth. You really need to enunciate. Right. Yeah. No, so they're so they're worried about Seth. I they don't give a worried. shit about Steph. They they're don't like care. he's fine. He's, fine. he's yeah. one of the most famous men in the world. You right. know, he's like one he's one already. Yeah, yeah. even you know. if he loses this, he's got a great life. He'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah. the uh oh, but can I tell you by the way, the first time I heard of Steph Curry cuz I, I did not follow basketball when he first became great, which would what what year would that be? Well, right? they won the their first finals in 2015 but he was clocked as being like really good before that they just hadn't so the first time i heard about him was i i play a lot of video games and i follow video games and on the video game website that i was reading kotaku they had an article about how he was so good at shooting three-pointers that he had broken like the nba 2k game no way and that they had to like have that year some special because he was so much better than everybody else that it would be like unfair to play as him. <laughs> so they had some special way to like unlock his full abilities yeah. that most of the time was stifled. Like <laughs> just like the, the actual quality of the player had fucked up the video game. Yeah. And so that is what always like typifies him in my mind as <laughs> being so like unearthly good at this, <laughs> you know, that's true. anyway, which, which team would you say you were rooting for? I was rooting for the Blazers, obviously, yeah. because the warrior, because the warriors, well, first of all, people, I don't like the Warriors. Mm-hmm. And then also, I just know from reading basketball press that everyone's generally like, oh, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, oh, boy. I'm like, OK, this is like the Yankees thing. And of course, of course, everyone wants to root for the underdog. Like yeah. default, of course, everyone roots for the underdog 100 um, percent. And then, you know, Portland is also an underdog city. They don't have many sports there at all. Yeah. It's the it's the Blazers and the and the, and the major league soccer team yeah. is all they have up right. there. So. Uh, or maybe there's there's some minor league stuff, but you know. Um, I'm uh, a so Warriors I'm fan. You're a Warriors I, fan, but okay. I also I'm like I don't want Portland to lose. Like I want them. Yeah. Like I don't I don't even know how to express the feelings I felt I feel when they play each other, but like 
I it's want, like you're the you're Steph Curry's mom. I'm Steph Curry's mom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Sonia Curry. Yeah. I kind of feel like I I like I want them to win so badly yeah. only because they are the underdog and I they're just like a group of likable guys yeah. kind of like Clippers like right. they're yes. they're so likable like there was something mentioned in the first quarter by the announcers that I was like wow that is so true. These teams like and respect each other so much that they're almost not playing as well as they could be hmm. if they were wanted to like murder each other. And wow. the the moment that the commentators mentioned that was I think it was CJ McCollum who grabbed Draymond and pulled him down on the ground intentionally fouling him and then helped him get up. Yeah. And then they sort of like were cool with each other, which if anyone knows Draymond, it doesn't matter, you know, if you're just like, hey, I'm just trying to intentionally foul you like it's no, no hard feelings. Like normally he would be just like, don't fucking do that again. Yeah, I know, you know? Draymond. He, <laughs> yeah, he's a he's he's a, he's a, he's a hothead. Yeah, yeah that's and true. don't don't you know especially especially if he's had a couple drinks in him. You know what I mean? <laughs> but <laughs> but he wasn't like that. He was just like, cool man. Like, yeah. thanks for helping me up. And yeah, it was like they these teams respect each other so much. I'm sure there's some shit talking happening. Yeah, but it's not the same level as like the you know sixers the, or, or the okc yes um portland, portland. series which mm. was like very like tense with yeah. like russ and dame the 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 thing that bums me out about basketball though as a brand new fan just following how people talk about it is the way people talk about the teams again i'm like i just always contrast it with baseball um is it, people really talk about it as an inevitability. Like at the beginning of the year, people aren't like, hey, the Yankees are going to win the World Series. Yeah, I think they might, you know, or whatever. It's like, yeah, the Warriors will win the championship. And then yeah. when, especially when you get the playoffs, it's just like, yeah, they can't stop the Warriors. It's like impossible. Like yeah. nobody can, nobody can do it. It'll never happen, which makes you want to see it happen. But it's also a bummer that like, you know, baseball is a game. You're just rolling dice over and over again in baseball. Like, there's so much randomness in the game that yeah. like weird, fluky stuff can happen. And so the worst team can beat the best team in five in a five game series, you know, mm -hmm. but um, and less less likely in a seven. But um, it, it's frustrating that basketball is so much like, oh, yeah, it'll never, they'll never be able to do it, which makes you want to see them do it. Right. And I, I think, yeah, that is part of the frustration, I think, of the like warriors dominating over the last few years. Uh, but right now I feel like I don't think that Portland can, can knock them out, but I do think that the bucks have a chance. So I'm holding out hope for that. <laughs> and I, I think, I mean, I think this maybe happens in baseball too, but like, that's, that's the thing about basketball that I think is a little frustrating is like, there are these dynasty teams, you know, the bulls in the nineties, you know, the early nineties, yeah. like you could not, or mid nineties, I guess you could not beat them. And so yeah people hated the bulls and then like the Celtics had their time. The Pistons had their time. The Lakers had their time. Yeah. And like right now the warriors are getting a little bit older and like maybe next year some people will leave. And I think that's another reason why people are this wave, this craze of basketball is happening. Mm -hmm. Cause they're like, everyone's trying to beat the warriors and it's like, maybe it'll happen soon. And everyone's yeah. kind of like waiting to watch that. Yeah. So uh, in the second quarter, um, I feel like Seth Curry was going crazy on defense. Yeah. And you mentioned earlier, good defense. Yes. 
And I think what he, the reason why he was playing good defense is because he was just like everywhere at once. He was like mm. running around like yeah. crazy. You just have to be so aggressive. I think that's what makes good defense is you have to mm. be in everyone's face. You have to be in the right place at the right time. Yeah. Just like pushing them away. And like he, he was doing a great job and he was scoring too. I wrote the, I wrote down that he made a three and the crowd cheered for him, <laughs> which is crazy because they were in Oracle arena. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they don't. And I, I think just cause everybody wants to see Seth do well. Yeah. They like love him by association. He's in the family. Yeah. yeah. It's that is, that's sweet. That's so sweet. I love that so much. That's there was a nice. really cute at the end of the second quarter, there was the cutest video. Did you see it of Seth and Steph when they were little kids shooting in Toronto's arena because that's where their dad played. Mm. They were like shooting around and like making baskets when they were like nine years old. I didn't see that. It was insane. There's these little tiny kids doing like, like I think Seth made a layup and like, and Steph shot maybe not quite three, but. Being one of those basketball kids, can I just, can I just as an aside, the stuff that LeBron James posts about his son, those posts stress me out so much. I hate them. Me too. I mean, I'm happy for his kid or whatever. You so know, much pressure. It's so much yeah. pressure to be like, and be like, oh yeah, you know, king emoji, da da da. Like, and I'm like, ah. <laughs> it's just do, do really. Do you guys think he's gonna play with his son? I know that's his like goal. I want to. Yeah, curious. I mean that would be that would be cool. But yeah. does his son want that? Yeah. That's, that's the what, thing that's is what like, I want to know. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> like I I had a friend growing up whose dad was super into football and just wanted him to play football, and he ended up becoming like a guitar playing poet. <laughs> and I just think about that all the time with like LeBron's son. Like he that's. But he's also what if he good. wants to play guitar? He's good too. He is good. That's yeah, true. I feel like. I mean, we'll see what happens. But I feel like if yeah, his name is also Bronny. Yeah, LeBron says yeah. in one of the shop episodes that he really regrets naming his son after himself because he's like, that's too much pressure. Yeah. Oh, that's too much pressure. <laughs> not the not the Instagram posts or the or the you know hey you're gonna play basketball everything else and like and like the the press coverage of is he gonna play with his son and yeah and that's da, da, da. a good point but like the, just let him be because it because you know LeBron's Instagram that's to brag about himself you know don't put your yeah. to put your son's accomplishments there is taking too much of it. It's fine to be proud of him, but it's like, he's very much doing it as like, look at my dynasty. Yeah. Look what I have birthed. Like that is really the implication of the way he's putting it. It's not just, oh, my son did a good job. I like it. That's true. And, And that's like, don't, the son shouldn't be trying to help dad's career yeah. <laughs> does that make sense right yeah. yeah anyway um he should be allowed to fail That's right all. anyway so the the first half of this game is very like looks great for the blazers they're doing great they're scoring yeah. they're outscoring they're, they get up to like i think 17 yeah up. i think the yeah. highest lead in the game was 17 yeah and it, and the warriors are kind of like missing a lot of shots they're not moving very fast out there um it it looks good and it feels like a good beginning to the game. Um, yeah, the whole first half, they were like, it was it was like one of those lead, lead tracker things, it's like an upslope. It's like in their hand, and then they're hanging out up there. Yeah, yeah. I they're think in the, command. The first half ended sixty-five to fifty. Yes, like that's a pretty big lead. Yeah. yeah, at the half. And but the thing with the Warriors is like they can come in and just annihilate any any lead. So like no lead is big enough to yeah. like feel safe or feel good in the third quarter. At one point, they had a thirteen-point run where the 
Trailblazers did not score anything, and the Warriors scored 13 points. Yeah, yeah and it was just hard to watch. But then, but then I saw that, and I was like, oh, boy, here we go. It's the third quarter run and everything. But then after that, the Blazers came back came and back. built another lead. And so the, the Warriors only held the lead for like a moment, and then the Blazers came back, and they and they were up, I think, by 10 again or yeah. so. The, the yeah. third quarter ended 89 to 89, so they were tied right. until the very end. Yeah. They're in the fourth quarter, there's another three from Seth Curry, and they show um, Sonia and Dell standing up and cheering for him, Aww. which is so cute. Yeah. But Aisha Curry is like, sit, uh, <laughs> Steph's wife is sitting there like, I'm not <laughs> cheering for that. <laughs> which like, you can't expect her to. She's got to support her husband. There was another great moment where Steph was doing free throws. And Seth, which by the way, his free throw percentage. Did you guys hear them talking about it? He has not missed a free throw since 2015. Isn't that insane? Wait, wait, Steph Curry has not missed in, a free in the playoffs or ever. Oh, I don't know. I, I think, think in the playoffs, play it's got to be in the yeah. playoffs. Yeah. He has not missed a playoff free throw since 2015. Yeah, that's unbelievable. It's crazy. So as he he, I think he shot one, and then. Seth walks behind them and is talking shit, like clearly talking <laughs> to him. And I tried to do a bunch of research and the best thing I could find, I'm not sure if this is accurate. Someone said that Seth said, um, Seth was trying to jinx him by going, huh, 70 straight three free throws. <laughs> <laughs> and Steph responded by saying, about to be 72. Uh, and then he great. made it. That sounds like I him. have to say, I love the free, the, just as a brand new basketball, just thinking about the free throw, I find it very interesting because you would think if they're practicing that much, I love it as an activity where like, they, why can't it be 100 for them? Yeah. It's like when... Yeah. It's, you know, again, stupid baseball metaphor, but it's like when someone <laughs> throws you a, you know, someone like it's like batting practice. They can hit a home run every time. Yeah. They don't miss sometimes. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like this is the thing they do. So I love that it's just it's exactly tuned. So they just they just miss a little bit. <laughs> they, I, I find that yeah. so interesting as an activity that like you can practice the same thing over and over again for literally your entire life. Yeah. And it's just one motion that you need to repeat. But it's like, why are you going to miss it a little bit? Yeah, it's crazy. And I think and there's some people who just can't do it. Yeah. Like Shaq yeah. is a notoriously bad free throw thrower. And and you think it would just be just go practice that. It's just one thing. Yeah. Just go just go stand. You got a basketball hoop in your house. Just that you have <laughs> you have a less distance to go cuz you're so tall. Yeah. And the you did have you heard hack a shack before? Uh no. So essentially it was a strategy that if you want to foul someone, wait till Shaq has the ball and foul him cuz uh, he's really bad at it. Yeah, oh yes, yes, yes. So the this term hack a shack came up where it's like go go hack a shack but now it's like shack isn't in the league so they need a new term <laughs> so so the fourth quarter we see damian lillard who didn't score at all in the beginning of this game comes back in the second half he's doing really well um also we have myers leonard who um notoriously myers lemon those are delicious <laughs> i love you i love a myers lemon <laughs> Um, it's, it makes a really nice, you know, <laughs> for a cake topping. He is the color of a lemon bar. <laughs> He's a beautiful man with beautiful arms. We've talked about it on the show a lot. His arms are disproportionately large. Yeah, he looks like he, a he-man. I can't picture. Figure. I can't picture him. I didn't know he existed until you said his name. Well, he, I don't know the team that well. <laughs> that's fine. He Gabe will pull it up. He's he's a he's a great guy, great player. He really pulled it out, but the end of this game was just like 
a mess to watch. He does look like a human lemon. <laughs> <laughs> he's got blonde hair, right? Or, or at least light color hair. Yeah. Yeah. He's got, got like a head like a piece of fruit. I like that teal jersey. Ooh, I want that. Okay. Um, oh, so, yeah. He's good. He's good looking. Man, yeah. this guy's good looking. He is. He is. I love it when good looking people are not the best on the team, though. That's, yeah, me too. Or when the, when the guy who's like really, who's like really ripped or like just like has a perfect body is like, well, he's okay. They put him in sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, the end of this game damien gets totally like stripped um it's very sad to watch there's this moment where portland's down by three dame is like all set with the ball about to do a three point 10 minutes or sorry 10 seconds left and Ugadala strips him yeah very sad. and yeah. the end of the game is 111 blazers to 114 warriors uh Sorry. And that's the yeah, and that, that's the moment I was telling you where I was like I, w- I was watching that and I was like I know that's good defense. Yeah. Like clearly that is the best a moment of defense can be. That's the defense equivalent of hitting a, a three at the buzzer, right? right? Yeah. And I was still like, I watched it a bunch of times. I'm like, it's really just looks like he's waving his arms in his face and like <laughs> yeah. just sort of like being a big <laughs> monkey man. You just sort of yeah. like sh- like shaking his body around. Well, you know? I think the key also is not fouling. It's like uh, you have yeah. to be kind of a ballerina. You're yeah. like, yeah. you have to be everywhere and but also graceful enough to and in control of your body enough to not touch them the wrong way. Yeah. And only touch the like ball. Like in their way, but also in their head. Yeah. That's a big part of it. If you're like annoying yeah, them, totally. like you're getting them you off their You could tell game. more by what Lillard was doing because he he was like not able to get. Yes. Just, he was just like, wow, what's what's <laughs> happening to me? Right. Like, in this sort of, uh, you know. Exactly. But yeah, uh, it was let's such give a. Out some donkey. It was such a, it was such a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Blazy Boys. Donkey. <laughs> so uh, the donkeys are awards that we give out for arbitrary categories throughout the game. Um, we always give out most points to the winner of the game. Congratulations, Warriors. <laughs> you. So wait, you give an award to the people who won. But they already won the game. That was yeah. their award. Well, well no, but they <laughs> only get one donkey. This is more prestigious donkeys, than winning the game. Yeah. yeah. They're way more it important. Is. It is. Um, we, we usually give out best dunk, but I can't even think of a you dunk in this game. I do remember there were very few dunks. Yeah. This was this was a game of threes and layups for sure. Yeah. Or but, free throws. Yeah, that's true. Lots of fouling happened. Let me see. I remember seeing a dunk, but I don't remember who dunked it. Oh, Mm. Jordan Bell from the Warriors did a big old dunk. Oh, Um, that's right. And also, in the first quarter, there was a really amazing steal by Dame. He stole the ball from the Warriors, threw it, like kind of ran fast break across the court, threw it to Aminu, and then Aminu dunked it. It was very impressive. Yes, I remember that. That was great. Let's let's give it to the Blazers then. All right. Um I want to give best shoes to Damian Lillard. Yeah, those bright the, green shoes. Yes, the highlighter chartreuse so colored. Cool. Now, like, why would your why would not everybody not wear shoes like that because it really made it easy to see who is him. <laughs> yeah. That's true. It's true. I, was easy like, to I, look, I look for the feet. Yeah. yeah. No, we're we're a big fan of the colorful shoes. It's so great when you're we can easily tell which player it is. <laughs> yeah. Um and I think also maybe, you know, if you look at like crazy insects from the wild it's like 
my color is going to distract you mm. or like make you fear me. Yeah. <laughs> Peacocks. Yes. <laughs> yes. Exactly. So it's like those shoes might have been distracting at some well, point. Yes. Uh, Adam, do you have any? Yes, I do. Uh, I would like to give a donkey for uh, most most dedicated player to Ennis Cantor. Did Ooh. I say his name right? Yes, oh, yeah. Because... Uh, well, they talked about this. Maybe this is uh, Matt. Maybe everybody knows this. It's been going on for a long time. He was fasting for Ramadan yeah. during the game. Mm-hmm. And so he hadn't eaten since sunrise at 3 a.m. And I believe he also hadn't drank any water. Yeah, you're yeah. not allowed to drink water. It's insane. And or so, take medicine. And yeah. he has a separated shoulder right now. Yeah. And he played, did he not? He yeah. Did. He yes. played well, too. Yes. He didn't play the whole game. I think they took him out. So that's, um, that's amazing. Yeah. It's, like, it's crazy. That should... He should get free points or something. Like Ooh, three donkeys. <laughs> oh, I meant in the game. Okay. They should. They should. Or it's just like, yeah. I mean that. That to me was like the best story of the of the whole game. Because, yeah, so cool. Yeah, very yeah. cool. Also, I heard. Uh, I think Doris Burke said. I just love her so much. Uh, <laughs> I think she said that he practiced. He has been practicing during the regular season playing while fasting because he yes. he was like eventually i'm going to get to the playoffs mm. and eventually i'm going to have to deal with this yeah um yes. and and it's just yeah it's amazing to me that he's even able to stand because i miss lunch and i'm passing out yeah for real i yeah. mean that shows that's yeah he's like sort of almost training for a separate sport like yeah. as he's because that's endurance that's yes. endurance yep. training yeah. and you know i i think it takes a certain amount of uh, adaptation to to do it and then to do that while playing this game also is that going to happen to him every year because yeah. of the nba yeah. schedule it is they're not going to move that around that is they won't move ramadan <laughs> i <Yeah>. tried <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's, that's wild it's crazy to, to, to think about yeah um i want to give a donkey to best parents to oh, del and sonia curry cute. yeah i don't know which team this lands under but it's, it's one for each of them. Oh, yeah. Um, cool. I, I want to give a donkey for grossest name to Splash Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it every time the announcers Who say Who are the Splash Brothers so it's again? Clay Thompson and Seth, uh, Steph Curry. Um, when, yeah. when they're, you know... Hitting, hitting threes. the threes. They, they call them the, the Splash Brothers, which is so Why disgusting. are they brothers? Because any two of them could be brothers. <laughs> why why did why are the, are they, were they just like, oh, they started doing it at the same time one year? and Well, it's actually, name? so they got on the Warriors around the same time. Steph was first and then Clay. And they both are good at three-pointers. And it was not common before them to have multiple players on a team who were good at threes. Mm. And when they took off, which, you know, was before 2015, some, I think it was a fan that actually, someone who had a blog or something who actually came up with that name. Sounds sexy. Yeah. <laughs> it's gross. Gabe, do you have one? Yeah. Um, I also want to na- nominate uh, Steph Curry for a donkey for grossest habit. Oh, chewing what he's on the doing mouth guard. With that mouth guard is yeah. So bad. Well, that was one of my tweets I like yesterday. It. Yes, that's right. Well, because uh, I because I have it's very apparent when you're watching. Why does he do that? And as someone who, I you know I sleep with a night guard for me tooth too. grinding. Yeah, me too. I would never do that with my mouth guard <laughs> for tooth grinding. It's it disrespectful. Would, it would ruin it. There, yeah. it's an expensive dental appliance. Yeah, I think it's pretty clear that he has an oral fixation because yeah. when he sits on the bench. He puts his towel around his head and then puts the tips in his mouth yeah. and chews on them. And then sometimes he'll pull his T-shirt up or jersey, I guess. It's yeah. Called, 
and chew on that. Should we just give him a baby bottle? He should have <laughs> a, a pacifier. pacifier. A pacifier. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, uh, well, it's, it is kind of endearing, but it's also more impressive that he's like, because he also like exudes confidence and yeah. he's always laughing and smiling. Yeah. Um, and he's also, I find, I mean, I'm, I'm heterosexual, but he's, I find him a, to be a beautiful man. I think he so is. Too. Like yeah. he's very finely featured and just, and so like to do all, to have all of that and to be, you know, this like generational player. But then also to like just I gotta chew on stuff, you know. Like I'm gonna like nang, 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 like a like a baby yeah. is like a funny contract. Like yeah. to not be self conscious of that compulsion is impressive in and of itself. I agree. <laughs> it yeah. kind of has like a cowboy chewing tobacco vibes to it when he does it. Well, you know, one yeah. thing in ba- in baseball they actually do chew tobacco. They used to, yeah. and, and but now it's it's mostly sunflower seeds. And there were always, whenever I would watch baseball, there were close-ups of people spitting either seeds yeah. or chew. I, th- I always thought that was like the worst thing. It's you incredibly could do. disgusting. And I've watched where like Terry Francona on the Red Sox used to do that all the time, where he he the manager where he would like he would almost know when the camera was on him, so he could be like, like this giant gross wad. Um, and that's also the reason why, if you've ever wondered why there's a tobacco themed bubble gum called Diggly oh, yeah. Chew which is the oddest product ever <laughs> yeah. this to still exist teach uh, kids how to chew teach kids how, yeah it's baby <laughs> chewing tobacco um so yeah who wins disgusting. the donkeys i'm sorry to say but the warriors no. won of with, course they do with four and the blazers have three. <sighs> oh no wait no it's a tie okay because Della and I'll sonia are one each so it's a tie all right that, that, four to four. That's fine. We'll take a tie. As long <laughs> yeah. as it's not another Warriors crushing defeat. <laughs> okay, so we're not sure what our next game is going to be, but we're planning to cover a game in the Raptors Bucks series. So keep an eye on those games and we'll post it on Twitter. Also, I'm going on vacation. Whoa. Yay. Nice. I'm, I'm so- be here. <laughs> 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 That's magic. Magic Johnson from when the press he quit. conference. I'm not gonna be here. <laughs> 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 why, why did he sound so happy about it? Because he was happy. He, oh, yeah. He said he was in a meeting with his boss. He was like, I was just in a three-hour meeting, and they were like, here's what we're going to do in the coming weeks. And he was like, I'm not going to be here. I'm not going to be here. <laughs> oh, my God. Insane. Um, so, yeah, I'm not going to be here, but we're going to have some guest co-hosts. Anastasia and Gabe will still be here. Don't worry, you guys. There will still be plenty of dunk town to go around. Yes, and Agata will be sunning her buns in Italy. Yes. And um, Poland. Will it be sunny in Poland? I don't we'll see. Uh I'll call it and stuff. Um They have Adam, basketball in Poland, don't they? I don't know. I feel like well, Eastern Europe, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Do some research I'll, for us. I'll check it out. Um Adam, thank you so much for being thank here. Thank you for having me. Time. Is there anything you'd like to plug? You can follow me on Twitter at Adam Conover for my uh weird uh new NBA fan <laughs> commentary and questions about things that might be obvious to other players. Comments like why do the coaches dress like middle managers at a Wall Street bank? <laughs> this is my so favorite good. one. Why? Why? They let them put them in a uniform like the baseball managers do yeah. so they can look like 
they're on the team. Yeah. Why do they have great. to dress that way? And leather shoes on a slippery court, they must always be slip sliding around. They're going to fall down and hurt their butts. It That's doesn't make point. sense. Um, and I have a new podcast called Factually, uh, a weekly podcast uh, launching on May 29th. What's their uh, podcast Earwolf. about? It is an interview podcast where I talk to, um, uh, well, actually, I, I open with a, by, by sort of revealing an incredible fact. And then I talk to uh, experts and journalists and academics and people like that about the incredible things that they know that you might not know. So yeah. great. Very yeah, cool. Really You're cool. just educating the masses That's with all of my your goals. <laughs> so I used to be a comedian and now I'm an educator. <laughs> uh, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dunktown Podcast. Check out our website, dunk.town. Send us an email at hi.dunk.town or call us at 903-420-DUNK. Um, write us a review. Check out our t-shirt store. We launched dunk.town slash store. Um, some really great designs in there from Andrea Tomingas. Thank you so much. Thank you to Andrew Clotworthy for a beautiful theme song. Thank you to you guys for joining us as always. Can, what really quickly, <laughs> one thing. Oh, um, sorry. Send, about that. <laughs> tell us your favorite moments from this past season or the playoffs. We would love to hear what you guys have been thinking. Um, and yeah, hi at dunk.town or you can leave us a message at 903-420-DUNK. Um, and we would, we want to hear from you and we'll talk about it on the air. Yeah. We're going to collect those. We're going to talk about, um, the full season at a like season recap episode coming up. Yeah. So thank you so thank much you. for thank coming. Thank you for on, having Adam. me. This has been great. I learned a lot about my new favorite sport. Yay. <laughs> and awesome. thank you all for listening. Love, Love you. you. Bye. Bye.